Welcome back to the You Are Immeasurable podcast. I'm Tanisha Hyde, your relationship transformation agitator. Our podcast is dedicated to my fellow Gen X women who have been surviving by hiding behind the mask that we are conditioned to wear and silently suffering from the overwhelm that we feel just trying to be all things to all people. Now, the focus of the podcast is going to be mindset, forgiveness, identifying, acknowledging, and healing our shadow self and our inner traumas from past things that we have not dealt with and becoming reacquainted with our full, true, authentic self. Our episodes will air weekly, and the purpose of our episodes is to remind you that you are beautifully perfect in all your imperfections, and that no matter who you are, you cannot pour from an empty cup. I'm here to hold space for you, to support you through your transformation, to agitate your thoughts, and to give you inspiration that will help guide you through your healing, your rebuilding, and reevaluating your relationships. Starting with the relationship that you have with yourself and then moving on to your relationships with others. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for the mask to come off and to live freely in your beautiful, authentic self? Well, if so, I want you to grab a glass of your favorite beverage. I've got mine, and we're going to virtually toast to one another's transformation. You ready? Let's get started. So over the last couple weeks, I have really been working hard on holding to my boundaries and also focusing on letting things go and showing forgiveness. And you might wonder, okay, what happened? Why? All that funny groovy stuff. So let me tell you. So my biological father was, I guess, just absent. Just absent. My parents were married when myself and my two oldest brothers were really, really young. Like to the point that the only reason that we know that they were married are because they tell us, <laughs> other people in the family have told us, and because growing up, my mother had the same last name as us. And that wasn't her, you know, her maiden name. So, okay, these are the things that prove that y'all were actually married. But as far as like memory and things like that, of them being together and stuff, I don't, we don't have them. And I mean, there are some things, you know, like recollections, flashes, things like that, that I have, but there's like no timeline, if that makes sense. Because again, I would say they got divorced probably when I was four. So yeah, it's a few things here and there that I have like images of that, you know, pop up here and there. Crazy part. They're all like traumatic situations. <laughs> it's nothing happy. It's nothing family and we're all together and we're loving on each other and that type of thing. None of that. All of those memories that I have and that, you know, I have those flashes are, are, you know, like crazy traumatic situations. 
And so the last couple of weeks, my dad had been, he was in the hospital, had some issues, had to have surgery. And because of the surgery, his doctors, when they released him and sent him home, didn't want him to be alone. So wanted him to have 24-hour care for two weeks or, you know, at least somebody present there in his apartment with him in the event something happens, right? So as things go, you know, hey, again, I'm the eldest child. There are some other siblings that came from other relationships after my parents were divorced and they're kind of scattered here, there, everywhere. For the most part, I only know two out of the two, three, four, five, out of the five siblings. Is that right? Two, four, five. Yeah. Out of the five siblings outside of myself and my two oldest brothers, who we all share the same mom, right? So again, of those other five, I only know two and they have the same mother. So, yeah, so, you know, all of this is going on and everything. And per usual, I decided to go ahead, step up and, you know, I would be there. And the reason that I say it's definitely been an interesting situation, because it's kind of like, you know, when you have something that pushes up against who you've decided you want to be, when it pushes up against I'm not holding grudges. I'm not holding things against people. I've forgiven. I've let it go. So it's no longer a factor. And I I know, guys, I say this to you all the time, that forgiveness does not mean that you forget it. Forgiveness does not mean that you're, you're condoning it, that you're okay with it. Doesn't mean that. It means that, hey, guess what? I'm not going to let all of this bullshit that other people have left on my doorstep hold me back, block and box me in and keep me from being the greatest version of me. So with that being said, yeah, growing up, I've always had major abandonment and attachment issues. I became one of those children that... Yeah, you can you can say something to me and I'll believe it when I see it, you know, because once you've had so much disappointment and as a child, I mean, it's it's not cool with us as adults being disappointed really fucking sucks, especially when it's someone that you put your trust in or your faith in or you actually believed that they would come through for you or in whatever the situation is, was, what have you. So yeah, it does suck as an adult, but you know, I would like to believe and I would like to say that we deal with it a little bit better than when we are children. But the thing about it is, if we haven't been putting in the work, if we haven't been sincere in our forgiveness of those that didn't do, you know, what we believe they should have and all of those things from the mindset of a child, then yeah, it does. It causes some issues when we're older. And in this particular case, like I said, okay, so now I'm there. Every time something's going on, he's calling me. I'm constantly calling him to check on him and make sure that everything is good when I'm not there, even though, you know, he's got 
home health aids and stuff like that, you know, still, you know, I'm checking, hey, did you take your medicine? Did you eat? All of these types of things, right? And and I had to realize that it was very, not necessarily clinical, but very just dry. Well, maybe not dry, because I don't know. I'm not I'm not really a dry person, but every conversation, every, you know, everything is just very matter of fact, right? It's like, hey, did you take your medicine? Okay, you did. Are you are, okay? You said you did, but but did you really? Don't it don't tell me you did and you did. Do I need to come and see if you really did? You know, I gotta count pills or whatever the hell. You know, that type of thing. Very okay, what did you eat? Did you eat? Why why are you eating that? You don't need to be eating that, you know, that type of thing, but not like I don't, I don't, you know, the crazy part is I really don't even know how to describe it. Again, it's just very matter of fact and all of that. And I will say that the reason that I realized that it's like that is because there's very little relationship there. You know what I mean? Very little relationship. Yeah, I understand when I see you, when I hear your voice, I see your name, that type of thing. I understand. Yeah. Okay. You're my father. But there's no, there's no real relationship. There's no real relationship. Like, I don't know you. And so it's, it's, it's kind of weird. Kind of like, you know, okay, I'm just going through the motions because I know that this is something that needs to be done. And it's not so much I'm doing it because I want to, but I feel a sense of obligation. And so I wanted to talk about that today simply because, again, it goes back to the things that we talk about all the time when it comes to our boundaries, when it comes to forgiveness, when it comes to letting things go and where we are going to allow certain people to be within our atmosphere, to be within our, you know, our orbit to be where are they going to be in our lives because there's a thing that and it's funny I had a conversation earlier today where my friend that has now become like a sister she was saying well why are you doing this why is it on you why out of eight are you the only one and I was like well you know and again the automatic is I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest. So it's my job, right? And she's like, but why? But why? Why does it only follow you? And I'm like, well, you know, hey, honestly, I hadn't really thought about it. I mean, I kind of did because my husband has said it too. Mind you, both of these individuals are Capricorns, right? So, you know, very Capricornian. <laughs> Where are these other people at? Why they can't do it? And it's kind of like with me, I don't expect it, right? Because again, I learned really, really early in life. And, you know, that it's, it's put up or shut up. Either you do it and I see you do it or, you know, it doesn't even matter because I don't expect it. I don't expect the help. I don't expect the showing up. I don't expect the helping hand. I don't expect 
the care and concern. I don't expect the, hey, you probably need a break. So I'm going to take over. I don't expect these things because these things were not a part of my childhood. They were not a part of a great portion of my adulthood. So I'm conditioned to, you know, hey, I got to do what the hell I got to do, right? If it's something that has to be done, okay, I I can't count on anybody to do it. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. And all of that stems from, it stems from abandonment. It stems from abandonment. And so I thought about it like, okay, (laughs) not in a, I want to beat this into his head that I felt this way all my life, you know, because, hey, if you're somebody that has had this same upbringing or this same feeling or this same, you know, in your life, then you know as well that it's very much like, yeah, what was so important that you weren't there for me? What was so important that you couldn't show me that you love me? What was so important that you could not be a constant presence in the life of your child? And so I've carried that for so many years, I carried that. And these things, this is part of those building blocks of the traumas and the disappointments and all of those things that help make us who we are, right? That helps us form our ideology of who people are, how people work, how people deal with you, how people see you. It has a lot to do with how you view yourself, your self-image. If you're somebody that has, and and I have to say this because it it was my issue for many years, more than 40 years, everyone. I need you to understand that. It was one of those things that I always, always, always had this feeling or this impression or this belief that it was something about me that made it difficult for people to love me. These are, are, are the building blocks of things that, that make us people pleasers. These are the things that help us have those various insecure attachment styles. And the funny thing about it is it's like one secure attachment style and like, <laughs> I want to say there's three, yeah, there's four attachment styles. One of them is secure, meaning, you know, hey, everything is great and groovy. And then there are three insecure. And then they start, you know, bridging off and deviating based on, you know, various things. Maybe we should talk about those more. I have to think about that. <laughs> this might be a sneak peek, guys. So, yeah, got to thinking about all of these things. And this time, spending this time with him, being around him, talking to him several times a day and, and all of these things, it was rubbing up against, <laughs> it was rubbing up against all the, the work and the letting go, the, the boundary that, hey, you know what, despite of those that didn't know how to love me, 
despite those that for whatever their issues were, they didn't know or didn't understand or whatever how to love me. Those things are not my fault. It's a problem with them or an issue with them. That's not on me. Doesn't make me less than, doesn't make me unworthy. All of these things, all of these things that I, I've, I've affirmed to myself, all of these things that I've, I've said and repeated over and over and over and over again until it actually felt real and felt true. But now I have a situation and it's rubbing up against it. It's rubbing up against it. It's activating my petty. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wow, okay. And, it, and again, when you forgive, it doesn't mean it goes away. When you forgive, it doesn't mean that you forget, right? When you forgive, you're, you're letting go of the, the fault or the judgment that, that you've placed on whoever or whatever and whenever, however they did or didn't do what they did, right? That's what you're releasing yourself from. You're letting go of that so that it's not holding you back anymore. But it's a constant. It is a constant thing that you have to remind yourself of when you're in the presence of those that you have forgiven. You have to make sure that you don't drop the mindset that got you where you are. You have to make sure that you are not allowing those hurt feelings that you remember because you still remember them even after you forget, even after you've gotten yourself back to the place of remembering who you are, what you are, how amazing you are. Those feelings, when you're around those people, sometimes they will like, hey, we're going we're gonna to test this. We're going to see if you're real about this forgiveness thing. We're going to see if you're, if you're serious about this. I've let it go and it doesn't bother me anymore. So we find ourselves in these situations where, you know, it's just rubbing up against it. Like, hey, at any moment, it just wants you to let go and pop off. But the beauty of it is. When you have forgiven, when you have let it go, then that's when you can step up and do the things that are needed, not required, that are needed for those that may have hurt you in the past. Now, yes, it's 100% your choice whether you do or you don't, whether you engage, whether you offer, whether you accept, whatever the case may be. It is completely up to you. And because you are the one doing the work, you are the one that knows, yeah, I said it and I meant it when I said it, but I still don't think I'm completely over it. So maybe I don't want to put myself in this position. That's perfectly fine. You can absolutely do that. You can absolutely do that. But that's why I wanted to come and I wanted to share this story with you guys so that you understand and you know that, yeah, if you're feeling that way, it's not just you. It's not just you. Remember, the people that want to work with, that I want to talk to, that I want to help are women 
that are like me, that have had similar experiences, that have felt the way that I felt so that I can help them get through it, make it make sense to them and help them to overcome it. Because a lot of these things that when it comes to confronting our past and dealing with our past and going and fellowshipping with our shadows in order to meet those needs and to reintegrate all the shattered pieces or the splintered pieces of us to integrate that all back that we may be completely whole. Sometimes we need somebody. Honestly, a lot of times we need somebody. We need somebody that knows for real how that feels. Somebody that has felt that. Somebody that has been there, that has fought that battle and has come out on the other side. So, hey, if you're that person and you need somebody to talk to, I'm right here. I'm right here. And I would love to be a part of your journey. Because, yeah, things rub up, rub up against (laughs) that line in the sand that I've made. It happens. It's going to happen. It happens to all of us. It is going to happen to all of us. But the beauty of it is the more you do it, the more you believe, the more you talk and encourage and inspire and lift up yourself, it won't be so bad. It'll get better. You will be better. You can let it all go. You absolutely can. Even if you have to do it one pebble, one tiptoe, one step, one crawl at a time. Nothing wrong with that. Because if that's how you have to do it for it to work, for it to make sense, and for it to stick, then that is what you do. So yeah, this is all about understanding that, hey, yeah, we have abandonment issues. And even once we've forgiven, sometimes that is tested. It is tested. And and it even doesn't have to be another person testing it. It's that battle within you. But even those battles, you can win. You can overcome. You absolutely can. And if no one else believes in you, I believe in you. And if you don't have a support system, if you don't have someone to help you, someone to be there with you, someone to hold space for you, I will absolutely do that for you. I absolutely will. Because I want you to be the best version of you that you choose to be, that you want to be, that you work hard to be. And I know that you can do it. I know you can. So again, remember, regardless of the situation, If you've decided that, hey, I've forgiven, I've let it go, it's no longer baggage that I'm carrying, even if a situation or a person comes up to tap on that door or that window 
or that suitcase or whatever. Yeah, you may feel it. You may know it's there. It may start to stir like, hey, let me out. That's when you simply say, "Mm -mm, you don't get to come back here. I put you away. I got rid of you. I've forgiven. I've let it go. And I don't want you back. Okay? Once again, I believe in you. And I know you got this. All right? Until next time, cheers to your transformation. Thank you for listening to the You Are Immeasurable podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I would like for you to remember to subscribe so that way you'll get a notification every time a new episode is posted. Remember, if you want to share your thoughts or your concerns or you have something to add to the conversation, feel free to leave me a comment. And also, if you're enjoying my content and the things that we're talking about, make sure that you leave me your five-star ratings. Also, if you want to continue the conversation, you can join my Facebook group. It is free and it's called Owning Your Season. It'll also be listed for you below in the show notes. So again, thank you for joining. And until next time, cheers to your transformation.